coming from Matthew chapter 22. My Bible title, The Parable of a Wedding Feast. A parable is a simple, short story that illustrate or teach a principle or moral. Which is you know, teaching about the rules, principles, of moral attributes. So it's conveying something that's it's conveying something indirectly. So it's not telling you directly. It's giving you an illustration. It's giving you a comparison. Or it's saying something is like. That's what a parable is. So I'm going to um, call this one. Reminder, don't forget to change your garment. Don't forget to change your garment. Now, as I read this, I want you to go back and read Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 through 14. You read it. I'm just going to give some, you know, illustrations back and forth about it, okay? Matthew <clears throat> chapter 22. And Jesus answered and spoke to them again by the parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son. So, the kingdom of heaven is like, parable comparison, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who arranged a wedding for his son. Verse 3, and sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding, but they were not willing to come. So, the king sent out invitations. Kind of bringing it forth today. He sent out invitations. Just like we sent out invitations for a wedding. But the people who you invited refused to come. The people who the king invited refused to come. So the king sent out the servants again. And he sent out other servants. These were different servants. Telling them, tell those who are invited, see, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen, and my fatted calf are killed and all the things are ready. So he really, he sent out a second invitation. Look, everything's ready for you. Everything's prepared. I don't kill animals for this banquet. Come on and come. Come to the wedding. Come to the kingdom of heaven. Everything is prepared for you. Everything I have, I've prepared it for you. Will you come? Just come on. Will you come? <laughs> So the king arranged for a marriage for his son. He sent out invites through his servants. I'm his servant. You are his servant. He's sending out invites to the world through his servants. Comparing the kingdom of heaven to this marriage, okay? I mean, to, this, to this marriage banquet preparation. They were not willing to come. The invite was turned down the first time. So the invite was turned down the first time. Okay, but God is so loving, just like this king, he's gonna give them another chance to come into the kingdom of heaven. He's gonna give them another chance to come into this wedding. So he sent out some different servants this time because they rejected the first ones. So he's sending out some different servants this time to tell them what the king had prepared for the guests. And all things were prepared not some things the word of god says all things and i'm coming from the new king james version all things was prepared all things 
come to the wedding. It's in comparison to the kingdom of heaven. Come on. Remember I said it before? Come on. Come on to the kingdom of heaven. Ooh, excuse me. Verse 5. But they made light of it and went their own ways. One to his own form, another to his business. What does that sound like? You try to encourage people. You try to invite people. And they pay you no never mind. But the invite guests made light of the offer. Hmm. They ignored it. They paid the invite no attention. And they went their own way. How many of us is going our own way? Somebody trying to show us the light. Somebody trying to give us the invite. But we ain't paying them no attention. We're going and doing things our own way. We don't need this kingdom banquet. We don't need to go to this kingdom banquet. We got it all together. We don't need him. That's like we're saying, we don't need Jesus. I, mean, I, don't, I don't need, I got it all together. I'm doing this all on my own. This Verse 6, And the rest seized his servants and treated them spitefully and killed them. So the rest of the invited guests that wasn't tending to their own business with the form or their business, they mistreated and they insulted and they humiliated the servants. Have you ever been insulted? Have you ever been humiliated? Have you ever been mistreated? Because you're trying to invite somebody to the kingdom of heaven? Because you're trying to be a light to the kingdom of heaven? And they insult you? They humiliate you? <laughs> and today, Christian servants are done the same way, even more so spiritually. We're done the same way. Remember, this is a parable. This is what the kingdom of heaven is like. This king inviting his guests to his son's wedding. Verse 7. But then the king heard about it, and he was furious. And he sent out his armies and destroyed those murderers and burnt up their city. We know God is a loving God. But he also is a God of wrath. Do he kill us because we don't come in? No. He don't kill us because we don't come in. He gives us another chance to come in. He's still giving us a chance today to come in. And we're going to read later on for the ones that are in. He wants you to stay in. But he wants you to get cleaned up to stay in. I'm not going to go there just yet. When the king heard about it, he was furious. Note, when you get mistreated for doing the work of a servant, God sees and he knows what they did. He sees and he knows what they have said against you, about you. He sees how they treated you. He sees how they are treating you. God knows. God sees. Like the king, God had God got plenty of servants. Just because you talk about one or kill one, there's more to come. <laughs> Just because you rejected the invite from one servant. Another servant will approach you. Will you take the offer and come to the wedding? You was considered worthy to even get the invite. But since you rejected, you're not looked at the same. You was worthy and you was even honored. He deserved. You was deserved to come to the, to the wedding. He invited you to the wedding. Regardless of what you've done, what you're doing, he invited you to the wedding. But you've rejected him. 
Are you still rejecting him? Verse um verse eight goes in to say, Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. Therefore, go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite them to the wedding. So those servants went out in the highways and gathered together all whom they found, both good and bad. And the wedding hall was filled. They invited the good and the bad. It didn't matter the color of the skin. It didn't matter what they had done, what they was doing. We all have an invite. That don't mean we all going to accept it. We all have an invite. But in this case, he sent out his servants and told them as many as they find, invite them to the wedding. And God is still sending out servants today to invite people to the wedding. He's inviting people to the wedding. They went out to all the good and the bad. Not some of the good and the bad. To all good and the bad. To all people. This invitation went out. The kingdom of heaven is open to all, and you are a part of all. I am a part of all. The wedding hall was filled with guests. Many have accepted the invite to the kingdom of heaven. Because it's filled. Like today, there's many Christians. There's many servants in the kingdom of heaven. Many of us. Let's see verse 11. But when the king came in, to see the guests, he saw a man there who did not have on wedding garment. Pause right there for a second. Excuse me. He came. When he came in, he seen all the wedding guests. He sees all who's in the kingdom of heaven. But there was one person he seen that did not have on a wedding garment. God sees you and I in the kingdom of of heaven and he knows whether we have the wedding garment on or not and he showed me the wedding garment is the heart hmm. we have entered into the kingdom of heaven we've accepted the invite but we don't have the right garment on and I'm saying we I'm saying we as a whole so I don't take it personal only you can take it personal just do a self check but is our heart right do we have the right garment on? Are we displaying the, the attributes and the characteristics and the attitude of Christ? We're in the kingdom. We've accepted the invite. But are we living right? Are we living better? Are we living trying to live more Christ-like? God sees and he knows the garment that we're wearing. He sees our heart. You can say and do a lot of things, but God knows the heart. He sees the heart. And when this man, he's seen this man and seen this man didn't have the right garment on. Let's see what happened. So he said, so he said to him, friend, he called him friend, friend. How did you come in here without the wedding garment? How did you even get into the kingdom of heaven without the right garment? You are in the kingdom of heaven, but if you wear the wrong garment, if your heart ain't right. Hmm. And the man was speechless. <laughs> Let's not get caught being speechless on judgment day. 
let's not get caught being speeches. Let me read my notes. The garment is the spirit. The garment the spirit showed me is the heart. The king of God can see if you can have if you have on the proper garment or not. I mentioned that. On judgment day, God will ask, How was you in the kingdom of heaven, but you never put on the proper garment? How was you, you don't want God? How was you in the kingdom of heaven? How did you enter in? But you don't have on the proper garment. Christ's attributes, his characteristics, and his attitude. How'd you enter in? Don't be caught being speechless. You have a chance today to change your clothing. You have a chance today to change your clothing. This is work you must do. I can't change your clothing for you. God can't change it. You have to make a conscious decision to change your clothing, to change your heart. It starts with the mind. It's a desire. And then the Holy Spirit can help you. But you have to make that decision. You have to put in the work to change your heart. It's available. Will you make a choice to put on the garment of love and humility and compassion? It's there for you. It's available. But are you going to choose to be humble? Are you going to choose to be compassionate? Are you going to choose to be more loving going forward? Verse 13, the king said to the servants, bind him hand and foot and take him away and cast him into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gashing of teeth. Now, this man was in the wedding banquet. So this person is in the kingdom of God. But because you don't have on the right proper garment, you tell me you can get kicked out? I ain't saying I'm just reading the word and remember it's a parable. It's an illustration. It's a comparison. Woo! Many are in the kingdom of God. Many are in the kingdom of heaven, but are not all called. Many has accepted the invitation of Christ but not all are demonstrating the attributes and characteristics and the attitude of Christ. Don't get put out because you refuse to change your clothes. I went on with my notes with 14 verses, reading verse 14. Many are called, but few are chosen. Many are in the kingdom of God. Many are in the kingdom of God. But we all are not wearing the proper attire. We have to make a choice to put on love, to put on compassion, to put on humility, and etc. We have to put it on. We have to put these clothes on. Mm. We can't keep wearing the same old dirty clothes. We got to make, a, make up our mind to change our clothes. I want to encourage you today to change your clothes. Your clothes can be even better. You know how sometimes we have clothes and there's nothing wrong with it and we, we, we pass it on down? Because we want to change the outfit. Whether we gain weight or lost weight, that's irrelevant. The, what I'm trying to get to is that we change clothes. We make a conscious choice to change clothes. We don't wear the same thing all the time. We change clothes. You are in this Christian walk. Change your clothes. 
change your heart, change your attitude, change the way you think, change the way you behave. Remember, you're looking for God's approval, not man's. You in this world, but you don't have to be acting like the world just because you in it. You will be held accountable for what you say. You will be held accountable for what you do. The world won't be with you. This is personal. Don't make your invite useless. The choice is yours. You can stay the same or you can change. I implore you to change. I'm going to be praying that you change. I've already prayed. I want you to pray that I continue to change for the greater good. This Christian walk is not easy, but it's possible. You do have to die to yourself. And sometimes you feel like you're not even going to be yourself. Because being in Christ is different from yourself. Having a Christ-like mind is different from your mind. Having a Christ-like attitude is different from your attitude. Having a Christ-like heart, loving like Christ, is different from your love. We all got room to change. We all have room to put on more clothes. Are you willing to change your outfit? I'm going to change mine.